and welcome to this week's edition of This Club Is My Club, right here on North Manchester 106.6 FM. I'm your host Cockers and on this week's show we'll be bringing you build-up and reaction to FC United's FA Cup tie with Warrington Rylands from Saturday. And later we'll be bringing you all the goals from a thrilling match on Sunday between the women's team and Chester Street. But before that, it's now time for this week's club news. And we start this week's news with some dates for your diary. And this Wednesday, FC United host Avro in the second qualifying round of the FA Youth Cup. It's a 7.30pm kickoff at Broadhurst Park and we'll have full live commentary on FC Radio as well. While this Saturday, Broadhurst Park will be hosting a Junior United Football Fun Day before the league game with Whitby Town. There'll be plenty of footballing activities taking place on the 3G pitch between 12pm and 2.30pm on Saturday afternoon. And finally for this week's news, FC United hosted Warrington Rylands at Broadhurst Park on Saturday in the second qualifying round of the FA Cup. And to set the scene now before kick-off, let's hand over to Ben and Woodso in the main stand. Welcome everyone to Broadhurst Park and you join us here for the second qualifying round of this season's FA Cup as FC United host Warrington Rylands. And joining me for a little pre-match chat before we get to Neil Reynolds' pre-match thoughts, Stato Paul's pre-match thoughts, the commentary of James Quinn and the post-match analysis, it's a big welcome back. So the one, the only, it's Woodso. Woodso, um, the the follow-up to FC United against Bradford Park Avenue yes. last week, which was a very good performance. It was, it was, it was very good. I enjoyed last week. As I said at half-time, and I'll, I'll say it again now, I called it. I called it in the pre-match. I said, Mr Fitzmartin needs a goal, and what did he do? He got, he got us two. Two! And he should have had more! I have to say, the first goal, it's going to be in the goal of the season compilation, definitely. You think? <laughs> yeah, I, do. I definitely do. <laughs> uh, Baru laying it off here to the halfway line, and then it's all it's all, yeah. it's all Fitzmartin. And then I have to say, the second goal is you is know a, what? I hidden gem. I'd not noticed that until this week, yes. and I saw that little flick he does. Oh, hello! I know. I don't know how he does it because no. I can't see the ball anywhere. I'd only noticed it yesterday because obviously from the camera on the opposite side, isn't it? Um, I don't know how he does it. But is that in the goal of the season list? <laughs> It'd be, it's got to be, hasn't it? For well, that little look, looking at some of the some of the candidates for the first month's goal of the season. Hang on, well, some some tappings. I was like, that's a bit bizarre. No, we had four. We had criticising. I'm just saying. I'm just highlighting. We had four. Two of them, I think, would be candidates for goal of the season list. The Baru one at Stafford, which I think yes. eventually won Should, goal of the yeah, month yeah, for yeah, August. Yeah. And, I voted for and uh, the, the Bellardo counter-attack goal against Workshop on the opening day, just because of the passes that get yeah, in yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. The other two, well, I wanted Morris's goal in because no one had seen it, because it was the Marine game and I didn't put the highlights out. Yes. And it, it was a decent goal. And it actually, was one of those well, corners. I was, I was just going to say, actually, yes. on that goal, yes. that camera angle does not give it the credit. I'd, no. mo- I'd moved in the second half. I was right behind it. He curled it right around it, the keeper. You can't, a, you can't see it on It was that. a great goal. Yeah, and, and to be honest, the goal uh, against this was Ilson, the one. This is what I'm talking about, yes. It's a backheader and it's a mistake. But it's nicely worked between Hall and Bernardo. I think he's... I think the, he's altern- the alternative view of that would be... Nearly mess it up between the pair of them. I think you need to lower your standards, mate. Right? <laughs> there's goal of the season. There's goal of the month. Goal of the month is a lot. Like, oh, it's a lot. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, a lot yeah. less. Yeah, you know, I, I get that. Less. I get that. Put it this way: I couldn't have two of the goals against Worksop, could I? Because they were own goals. So we were, we were, you know, no, they, it's, it's they weren't And to be fair, like, well, no, no, you're right. You're right. And, and the thing is, thirteen percent did vote for it. I think thirteen percent. Yes, and uh, I, I can exclusively reveal because uh, the voting closed on Friday. Um, actually, the Friday just gone. So this is this is yeah. good stuff. Hot off. Uh, in fourth place, the Bellardo goal against Ilsen, uh, that no one liked the Guy yeah. Hall interchange and the yeah, header yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and all that. <laughs> no one likes it. But yeah, uh, no. Then the Morris goal got 15%. Again, because that's, I don't think you can see from, the, from that angle. No. Yeah. Bellardo, 25%. The goal against Workstop on the opening day. And then Baru's goal against Stafford Rangers, which was uh, a real oh, treat. It's a, yeah, it's an absolute over, over 52%. I've, I've seen an angle from behind the goal, and it's just a crisp yeah. first time straight to the back of the net. So, so Fitzmartin's in form. Absolutely. I mean, both of them. The finish was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Because how many times have we seen a run, a player running and cut, and then fall over the ball when they get into the box, or they scuff it, and they go to, to keep his head to cut inside, square across the defenders, and then put it into the bottom corner was just. It was just an absolute delight. And Neil talks about how, how that's you know the man of the match the week before, and that performance it boosted his confidence no end. And he could have got a hat trick <laughs> at the end. He probably should have done it. Yeah. And, and to be fair. <laughs> 
to be fair to Max Kane, he's just done a George Weah. Oh, he's he, just gone yeah. from one end to the he, other. He, he deserved <laughs> the goal himself, but <laughs> it's sort of if you're standing there on a hat trick going, just 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 knock it into me, just knock it into me, I'll, I'll tap it in here. But I win against Bradford Park Avenue, fifth good performance, competitive game at home. Winning yes. on the trot, and only one goal conceded yeah, in those five games some, some against Macclesfield. And well, can we carry it on today against Warrington Maryland? It's a tough one. It's a tough one. Um, you know, from a from a, a cup and financial point of view, yes, please. From a looking what the result was last night, from a purely personal, selfish point of view, you're talking about Workington. I'm quite happy to lose today, so Workington's on a Saturday in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but that's purely from a personal and selfish point of view, so it's not on a Tuesday night. Yeah, because that would mean not only the, as a mask Masked game has moved that, yeah. to a Tuesday night, it would mean if we get if we progress through to the third qualifying round that Workington away will also be a Tuesday night, which. And, and the I, I'm all for getting for the first round of the FA Cup, but that is... <laughs> I cannot yeah. imagine. I, I cannot know. imagine that Tuesday, what it actually looks like logistically. Well, the mask one also, which, when you mentioned that... That's also a Tuesday after an FA Cup round. So potentially, if, if one, one or either team gets to that round of the Cup that's on the Saturday, yes. yeah, which is I think it's a Workington game, yes. and one of those draw, that Mask game is off again because it's, there'll be an FA Cup replay. To be honest, I don't think Mask is that bad a trip. I it's, think it's because North Yorkshire, so it's yeah, not horrendous. I, no, it's just, it's just south of... Um, Red car, isn't it? It's just near yeah, Middlesbrough. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, not yeah. too bad. It's not like Whitby where you've got that last bit that winds around the hills. Oh, the Workington where you come off the motorway and you're, and you're still about 45 yeah. minutes to an hour um, away off the motorway. Yeah. Yeah. I know this isn't a slight at uh, Workington from or, or, or Mask. This is because you have to do this every other week. We, we yeah, get it. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But we don't have to do it at all. Which being selfish. So, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, but, 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 <laughs> from, from, a, from a realistic, <laughs> the real world point of view, we need to win today and keep the run going. Yes. And. Um, I mean, we will hear the pre-match thoughts of Neil Reynolds in a second. It'll be a tough one. It will be a tough one because Warrington Maryland have had a, good a, run at the moment, they've had they? a great start to the season. Look at the programme list. They've got two of our ex-players, which we know we, we talk about quite a lot in Clive Smith and Eddie Maeko. And I don't, we, we, you know, I don't like that. I don't like playing against old players. Not old players, not, not old blokes. I mean, you know, our we, ex-players. We, we understood what you meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I'd clarify just in case people thought I was calling them old. So it, it's going to be tough. We had a couple of... Uh, Tough encounter. Well, I mean, there was a nil-nil at their place. And obviously, there was a, di- a disallowed goal that probably should have counted. Beyond that, there wasn't many other redeeming features of the afternoon. It was a bit of a dull. Here comes the ga- here comes the gaff. Do, do, Come do. on, get on with it then. I'm done now. I'll have the gaff is here. Now. The, the, the important man's arrived now. Oh well, I'm sorry to interrupt your. Um, yeah, well, he's gone mid- now. Mid-fort. Hasn't it? Thank you to Woods though for joining us. Let's have the pre-match thoughts now of FC United manager Neil Reynolds, who I'm about to speak to. It's very second. Hi, Neil. Welcome, hey, welcome ben. to the main stand. Uh, How's preparations going ahead of uh, today's game against yeah, Warrington Islands? It's been a really t- <laughs> enjoyable but really tough week. Uh, obviously, we've got everyone back now, so he likes to yamper in casts. Dante Gabadon, uh, Charlie Munro, Michael Donoghue. They come into the squad today, so out goes Pav and out goes Keegan. And, you know, you, you're having that conversation yesterday. And what more do you have to do? Does Pav say to playing two games keep clean sheets two wins but the joys of football management you know it's it's not always rosy but you know you've got to try and keep these lads uh, hungry and, and dedicated but it's getting difficult now because we've got to name seven on the bench today and next Saturday's going to be five on the bench so there's two more to drop out I mean I was just we were just discussing it with Woods earlier but just about how if we win today then suddenly the Workington game moves to a Tuesday and obviously the Mass game has already moved to a Tuesday so there is going to be and obviously we've got the Curzon game haven't we in the Manchester yeah. Premier Cup there's going to be ample opportunities and, and that's what we tell them and that's what hopefully they, you know, they, they buy into but you know when you've when you've gone and played games uh, and you don't find yourself in the squad it's, it's difficult and you've just got to you know, be honest with lads and the honesty the honesty side is that they're really good players we've got a really good squad but you know I think Czech just, just wins that nudge uh, at right back um, and like I said, Dante's come back in today. You know, he, he's he's been brilliant. He's been on loan at West Eds. He's trained for the last four weeks. He's done everything right. And we've got to be also true to ourselves that we say, if you go and do what we ask you to do, then you know the shirt's here for when you get back. Obviously, you've had to make some team selections, like you say. Um, what's your thinking based on today's game? Because it's important and a, and a good FA Cup run. It's a tough game in Warrington Islands, and and you don't want to ruin it too much because at home we're, we're brilliant tough the game they're the underdogs aren't they is that what like he said <laughs> yeah I can't wait to see him yeah that's, that's, that's a good mind game second in the league but we're underdogs uh, 
Are, are we the underdogs? Well, listen, people people use every tool, won't they, to try and, to try and get one over on you. For me, it's going to be two good sides who were playing really good football. Rylands are probably form-wise in a better place than us at the minute because they haven't lost since the first game of the season where we've we've suffered you know three defeats but you know we'll 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 give them the uh the taggers underdogs that's fine for us uh we're going into it on the back of two really good performances the barn Aldrich one was was better than what i thought to be honest when you look back on it a real banana skin uh and you've got clubs of art in the fa cup today you know so so we're also we're still in it uh we've got a home draw we've got a team against uh, you know in our league so you, you look you look forward to it and i think it'll just be really good game I think he'll know a lot about us we know a lot about them uh, and I think it'll be whichever team wins will have to be on their best to get through today there was two um, standout performances last week um, one in our defensive third one in the in the final third obviously Fitzmartin that second goal it's a grower isn't it yeah. the way the more you look at it um, but obviously Charlie Oliver at the back as well he got our, our man of the match here at Broaders Park, we've only conceded one goal thus far. Cheers, man. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. I just think it's important to yeah. mention these things. No, it is. Listen, we know that's not going to carry on all season, but the one thing is, like I've just said in my team talk, we love being at Broaders Park. We'll worry about our away record when we've got to get on our travels, but we've got another two home games before we do that, starting with today and, and obviously next week against Whitby. So we're going to enjoy being here. You know, there's a real buzz. You can't do any more than beat what's in front of you, and the lads have beat what's in front of them. So, you know, they, c- they can only do that. You, I'm sure that there'll come a time that, that this group don't perform to the standards you know for one reason or another but today we've had a really good week in training we're on the back of two really good results so so hopefully you know they, they can go and put that show on but but we know you know Resolute I've just spoke to one of their lads now he, he said we're not as good as we were technically last season but we're better and we're harder to beat and which one do you want to be you know I know Michael Clegg or myself you want to be harder to beat and you want to you know carry on your you kind of unbeaten run as long as you can do so they're going into it tails high today I think they'll I think they'll deploy a 3-5-2 against us. You know, what we're watching, unless he, unless he changes it. We know that they've got a super long throwing. We know that, you know, they're very good on set pieces. They've got the aerial height in Edgerton Wilson, who, who comes up. And, you know, we clipped about 30, 35 bits of footage from their games this, this season. We've shown all the lads on Thursday night. We've worked on a few things. But for us, Ben, you know, that's probably as much I'm going to talk about Warrington Rounds because it's all about us today. And we've gone with a really young attacking side really attacking side and, and hopefully that, that gets people off their feet so we young Pat will start in nets uh, two full backs will be Guy Hall and Czech Tiam central pairing of Curtis Jones uh, and Charlie Oliver and then in front of that you've got Griffiths and McLaughlin and then a front four of Jay Fitz into the 10 Elliot Morris will come off the left uh, Dante Gabin off the right and Max Kane down the middle so there's, there's loads of pace there's loads of power there is thinking behind what's happening. You know, Nick and Keno both play for Stockport this week. They've got 90 minutes on Tuesday night. They didn't train with us, so you know there's a bit of fatigue there. But we've just got to keep mixing it up and hopefully, you know, entertaining people. But we're we're ready. And then obviously you can turn around as a manager, look at the bench, and you know you're littered with talent. Then aren't you? In in terms of you know Mumro and Donahue being back, and Ennis and Bellardo and, and Keen Baru and, and Young Lloyd and Jan Palinkas. So you know I can't argue. We've just got to get ready now for three o'clock. I'm sure the warm up will be ready and. And we'll hopefully do what we can do to get in the next round of the cup. Well, Neil Reynolds, big thank you for joining us pre-match. Best of luck this afternoon, and we'll catch up at full time. Brilliant. Neil Reynolds there speaking to me earlier, and uh, Stato Paul joins us. FC United taking on Warrington Islands this afternoon, the second qualifying round of the FA Cup. He's had to juggle, but it's a, it's a good position Neil's in at the moment with with player availability. It's just a, a struggle at the minute to try and fit them all in. Yeah, I'm sure he's much happier than having injuries to deal with and uh, what have you. I think he's been very smart in that he's not brought all his injured players back in the starting 11 because they may not do 90 minutes but I would think Donahue and Munro will probably possibly play a part later in the game. I think Rylands are a pragmatic side. They've only conceded roughly a goal a game. They're unbeaten away from home. Just to put it in context, how good are what? Because obviously Michael Clegg said it pre-match, they're the underdogs. I think that's debatable for today. Um, I mean, we'll come to it our home form in a second but how good are Warrington Rylands this season and what what good a job has, has Michael Clegg done transforming them well they've only lost one game that was the opening game of the season which was a bit of calamitous but yeah they've shown on the road that they're very hard to beat they've drawn at Macclesfield that was a good result they've won at Stafford which we couldn't do they've won at Whitby so I see them as quite a resilient side as you've already heard good at set pieces long throws that's the kind of game they play, not not our style at all. So they'll try and block us off and, and shut us down. 
obviously they've got Mo Toure up front. Sidibe uh, is a very strong man, holds the ball up well. They're, they're going to be a threat. Um, it's it's going to be an, another tough afternoon for Oliver and Jones. One interesting thing is is that we can't complain about cup draws in the FA Cup because this is the 12th of the last 17 at home. That's quite a lot of home games. What's our form like in the second qualifying round, Paul? What's our record well, like? At home, we've won four, lost five. Ooh. At home and away, in this, we're talking about this round. Yes. Home and away, we've won eight and lost five. So we've got repair work to do for the home record. And obviously today would be a big help. Well, it's FC United and Manchester taking on Warrington Rowlands this afternoon in the second qualifying round of the FA Cup. And I suppose, without further ado, it's now time to hand over to your expert commentary team. It's Stato Paul and a big welcome back to James Quinn. Now it's with Charlie Oliver on the halfway line, just to the right of the centre circle. Threads the ball nicely through there to Max Kane. Max Kane nicely through there. Dante Gabinon, left-footed shot goes over the bar. Good work there from FC, quick passing, and Dante Gabadon's shot was okay. About a foot over the crossbar. Guy Hall driving well down the left flank now. Forward there to Fitzmartin, and Kane with a shot. Elusive, and it's, oh, it's just wide. And that was a chance. Ball with a shot. Ball is cleared by Wilson. And this is Motore, shoot! Good save from Boys, corner ball. And uh, still in play there, Motore, Clive Smith now can get a cross in from the corner. It's a good delivery, and it's in, it's 1-0. It's Sidema. And it was a good cross from uh, Smith. And Sidema on the near post flicked it beautifully, placed it into the far corner. And uh, into the lead go Warrington Ryland, second goal FC have conceded at home this season. And yet again, a, an old boy involved in a goal against us, Smith with the cross, and a very good header that was placed very cleverly out of Boys' reach. FC at fault in any way there? Well, the marking was, was poor on the cross, wasn't it? Nobody was tight on him. But, um, it feels for offside that maybe Smith was offside, which is why yeah. we were caught short. Yeah, that was part of it, I think. We were just not, we didn't respond quickly enough because we were looking at the assistant. It's Martin trying to tease his man here. It's Martin's cross comes in and it's salute. And Gabidon got a foot on it and it goes off. Gabidon didn't expect that ball to come through to him. It was quite an awkward bounce there and he tried to chip it over the keeper but put too much on it and it is a goal kick. McLaughlin switches the play left hand side. Waiting there is Fitzmartin in the box. Fitzmartin got a chance for a shot here. Fitzmartin curls one. It just goes over the bar. Guy Hall flicks it through there. Ballardo back to Hall in the box. Butler with a good chance. Now it's Jones. Jones about 30 yards out. Jones now. Ball to McLaughlin. Can he find the right pass? McLaughlin. McLaughlin hits his own man. And it was... He bobbled a bit there for Morris and he puts it over the bar. And it's a goal kick, but this is a lot better from FC United. Hardcastle hits his hand on scene by the referee. Griffiths gets a foot on it. City Bar under pressure. City Bar finding his way through here. City Bar all the way, maybe. City Bar with a shot. It's the post. Second bite of the cherry. City Bar. Surely, surely. Flag stays down 2 0. Well, we've got to say for the last minute or two it's been coming this goal they've been knocking on the door Radcliffe Mark 2 that goal I'm afraid indeed and now uh, Torre score of the second Ryland's goal and he's uh, cutting his way through here Torre finds a pass through 3-0 it's kneeled FC undone and uh, FC's participation in this year's cup is all but done here Absolutely, just cut through there to Torre and Neil in an acre of space. Just uh, applied the finishing touches and left sees a hundred percent home record and their uh, miserly a defensive record at home is, I'm um, afraid, well it's in ruins. Backer in space, in the box, across it comes and substitute number 14, Ben Hoff, makes it four. Here comes McClocken with a shot and do or die defending to the end. Butler there defended that as if it was still nil-nil. And uh, well, it's all over.
FC United have been put to the sword today. Excellent performance from Rylands. FC's uh, defence rather fell apart. The final result here. FC United of Manchester nil. Warrington Rylands four. And it's Rylands that progress to the third qualifying round of the FA Cup. Now, Paul, where do we start? I think Rylands collectively, I thought, just had too much experience and know-how for an FC team shorn of two players on the bench who might have provided that little bit of extra know-how. At half-time, we were saying that maybe we got it wrong, the starting eleven was wrong, that we were missing a bit of cleverness in the final third. Because at that point, Warrington Rallers might have been 1-0 up, but it was still an even game. There was a bit of an arm wrestle quality to it. It was going back and forth. No real cutting edge from either side. But for FC United, we were just lacking any finesse, I think is the term, up front. It was all pretty... And, and I think that bears out when... Neil makes two substitutions at our time. Even even in the first half, we weren't creating, to be honest. I think Rylands in the first half were quite happy to soak up pressure. They got a goal, they sat on it. Half time, they said, half the job done. Second half, they let FC implode, basically. Now they picked up the pieces. There will be a question about what's FC's underbelly like. Um, is that a concern, the way it did all go? South. It's not just the back four today. They were allowed to pour through the middle far too easily for the goals. The video will be very interesting to see That's what I'm how hold- the goals came around. The first goal I'm holding off commenting because Smith might have been offside, we, d- we don't know. But the cross comes in and this players is marks on the back post. And that was yeah. the same in the, the second half. They of were the looking goals. for an offside that yeah. didn't come. Yeah. Which is so, why I'm not being too critical of the defending for that first goal. But that second goal... Oh, my goodness. How many how many players did he waltz through without challenge? I mean, I described Real it as challenge. a Radcliffe mark too. I think that was worse than the Radcliffe goal because he missed. He hit the post and then he had all the time in the world to cross it in. And then there's no one marking the player who taps it in in the end. Yeah. That's really bad. But he should never have got as close as he did to goal in the first place, really. No, that's true. The third goal... Again, you know, it's like, who's picking up who? It's a catalogue of mistakes this afternoon. And it, we can't really say it's been one or two players. It's a collective failure this afternoon. Yeah. How much do we credit Warrington Marlins, though, for what they've done? I think the two players up front, Sadibia and Torre, were a nightmare for us this afternoon. They were strong, they were powerful. They had too much nous. They knew how to create space for themselves. They passed it between themselves. They, they made, made things happen, which is what we couldn't do. But the thing that the main disappointment this afternoon to me is we, we lost our passing game and we started kicking it long. And we can't play the long game. We well, haven't got the players to do it. What we cannot do is kick the ball long from our own half yes. and expect... We, we haven't got a Tundi up front who can win the ball in a battle and, and force the issue. We haven't got that kind of a player. So our passing game it has to be our passing game with this current side it has to be our passing game that prevails and we lost the heart and the the confidence to play it through the lines so we we basically opted out and kicked it long the the, the disappointment in the games at marine and the game Radcliffe. at Radcliffe and the game here is we get to 2-0 down yeah the heart goes out of the side when we get to that situation we don't have that kind of strength inner strength but if you look at their team it's it's full of experience and know-how and they're not third in the league for nothing no that's true they came here as they called themselves underdogs that was laughable because they had much more know-how and nous about how to control a game and how to pick the moments and they picked their moments this afternoon and punished us so plenty to talk about with uh, Neil in the, in the post-match interview. Thank you to Paul for, for joining us. And um, what are you thinking, James? Well, I'm just... I, I'm slightly intrigued about this thing of... We keep, we keep getting hammered. You know, we, when, we, when FC well, loses season, they get hammered. We have to brace ourselves. I think FC fans have to brace themselves for um, a uh, up-and-down roller coaster season where this young team are going to alert... There's a lot of skill in this young team but they're going to learn very much on the job. And I think that it's very early in the season, but there is this pattern of when they go behind of 
then there's there's a loss of shape and a loss of focus which leads to them being overrun it's happened you know it's happened what three times now hasn't it but next week will be another day as uh, neil reynolds makes his way up the staircase thanks for joining us um evenly poised everybody felt at half time although they, they had the nose in front um what for you was the story of uh, the second half in particular we just, James, we, weren't, we just weren't good enough. Let's not, you know, we've had we've had a massive off day. You know, we've probably come into it thinking we can't get beat at Broadhurst Park. Uh, we have, but there's a there's a there's a mindset in there now that when they can see one, two, is it going to be three, four, five? The message I've just said in there. But let's not let's not kid ourselves. If if the physio gave me the nods, used Donahue, Palinkas, and Charlie Munro today, they would have all played. But they've had on the side of course although they, they came out with a squad there was a little bit of doms delayed onset of muscle soreness for both of them uh, too many individuals have played in the Radcliffe game the Marine game and today too many now that's three that's three dots and you could look at an ingredients you know when you make a chocolate cake and <laughs> you get the right ingredients you get a nice chocolate cake if you get the wrong ingredients you get a, a horrible chocolate cake and, and, and again the, the ingredients not saying they're bad players never say that never say a bad group but there's something with the ingredients either at the top end, in the middle of the park, fullback area, centre half area, that, that when we've conceded one, we look like we're going to concede two, three, four, and five, and, and we've got to be better. How much do you put that down to youth and inexperience? Yeah. Playing against an experienced side and a big side? Yeah, I, I will put it down to youth, and I just said to the lads in there, but does that stop? Even if you're 16 year old, if it bring our Jack on the pitch today, you know, the lad picks the ball up in the middle of the park, the same as the, the Radcliffe game. He waltzes through four or five lads, he hits the post, we don't react, they go and score Jeff. That's not youthfulness, that's not wanting to lay a glove on somebody. That's, that's to me, in the middle of the park, centre-half pairing, you go wide open. We've just got caught wide open and, and we haven't been wide open at home and that's the, that's the real the worry today. Just two shots on target for, for FC as well. With, I mean, Dante's got, a, Dante's got to score, one yard out. Yeah. Got to score, doesn't do. Uh, we didn't. We we looked. We looked toothless. We looked. We looked toothless at the top end, which is which is. I can't believe I'm saying it, but but we did. Paul was talking about that. To him, the frustration was that FC lost their passing game today. Mm. Was that to do with a very effective game plan from yeah. the opposition? Yeah. They dropped deep. They dropped deep. They stopped us from playing. They stopped us from moving the ball. But then when they when they did that, we stopped moving. We stopped rotating, and we we did things that similar to the Barn Oldswick game where it became too slow and laborious, and then our. our that long-range passing came in, which we never we never have to turn to, and the long-range passing wasn't accurate. It was we were just giving the ball away, you know. But listen, I'll, I'll let everybody listening in on what we've just said in there. I said in, in 30 years since starting at Darwin as a young lad, to play Clitheroe and Owen, Bamber Bridge or FC Night, wherever it will be, the amount of work that goes on behind the scenes at a non-league football club to try and generate some money for days like this when you got an opportunity, that's not acceptable. What they've done. That's not acceptable. And I've just said to the lads, don't even think about leaving today before quarter six. Go and have a pint with the, with the fans because clubs like ours, and we know the issues, the financial issues that we've got, not desperately need money from the cup, but do need a performance from the cup to give people hope. And that today, all throughout the game, didn't give us hope that we could progress in the FA Cup today. But you've got to congratulate Rylands. Were you disappointed that the substitutions didn't yeah, make really, more of an impact? Really disappointed. Really disappointed. Uh, we, were, we were kind of, we, we wanted to bring Donoghue on at half-time. We said no, we wanted to bring Charlie Munro at half-time. She said no. So we were we were kind of, we knew we'd get 45 from Dante today because it was his first game back. Uh, but we didn't look like we had the the energy, the, the, the drive that we had last week. Elliot Morris and, and Jay, we didn't get that. Deck looked tired today, you know, similar to Griff. Centre half, I just I, th- I thought the two centre forwards were excellent and caused us loads of problems. And then full back areas, we, we we took too many touches on the ball. And in all in all, I felt sorry for young Pat in that's because he didn't do a great deal wrong, but he's conceded four. So uh, lucky I'd get Whitby at home, and then back to back trips in a few days as a, as a set of games. What what, what would be the keys there? Do you I think? mean, you, as a as a footballer, as a manager, you, you can't wait for the next game to come. I, I think I I need to. I need to stew over this as long as I can do, to be honest. I, I don't want next Saturday to come until we've got our, our, our key things right. Uh, and listen, that with that, you know, with that, maybe, maybe changes. You know, like I said, we've, we've conceded 
14 goals in, in three games when we've, we've gone behind. So I'm looking at leaders and, and characters. And, and listen, yeah, I've got, I've got them in abundance in Donahue and Munro, but they haven't played and they didn't play last week. So we can't go from that to this today and me blaming key individuals. Uh, it, it's that, that today, full stop, blanket, not good enough, manager, I'll take responsibility. But if the lads think they've done enough, done enough, brilliant group of players, brilliant group and young, but... That's too many times now. Too many times, and we've got to we've got to act on it. Oh, well, thank you very much for joining us, as ever, Neil. Um, have a good couple of training sessions this week, yeah. and uh, back for Whitby at home. James, week. cheers. FC United manager Neil Reynolds there speaking to James. FC return to league action this Saturday as the Reds host Whitby Town. It's a 3pm kickoff on Saturday at Broadhurst Park and admission will be pay on the gate. £13 for adults, £9 concessions, £3 under 18s, while under 5s are free with a paying adult. But if you cannot make the game on Saturday, FC Live will be on air from 2.30pm on the FC Radio website. To the women's team now and FC United return to Broadhurst Park on Sunday as the Reds hosted Chesterler Street. And to hear now how FC got on, let's hand over to Ben and Paul back in the main stand. Well, hello everybody and welcome to Women's Team Live and you join us here at Broadhurst Park for a Sunday afternoon game in the Women's National League Division 1 North. It's FC United of Manchester against Chesterler Street. And joining me for a little pre-match chat now, just before kick-off, it's a big welcome back to Stato Paul. Hello, Paul. Hello, good afternoon. It's all happening here, Paul. Uh, for, those, for those unaware, I've, I've been tasked with doing the PA today. Well, the music, anyway. I've, I've decided that I'm not going to do any announcements. That's way too much going on. But, Paul, what should we know about Chesterler Street today? Well, same as two seasons ago, both sides are in the bottom three. In fact, they were relegated with us. And the interesting thing about two seasons ago was they beat us home and away. If we'd won just one of those games, we would have stayed up. They only won three games all season and two were against us. How oh, painful is that? That, is, that sounds painful. I'm well reminded, Paul. I've totally forgotten about that. And not much has changed this time round. We are early days into the, the league season, obviously, but uh, FC United currently sitting bottom of the league table. A disappointing week after such a you know a bright opening a couple of weeks ago and a nil-nil draw with Norton and Stockton Ancients. Then an unlucky defeat away at Chorley. Then we played York last week, and that, that was a real lesson uh, on the road at, at, at Tadcaster Albion. We take on Chester the Street today, who are in 11th, which is also which is in the relegation places, second bottom. Only one win to their name thus, thus far, Paul, which is one more than we've got, obviously. The aim is today to make to build on the Norton and Stockton Ancients result rather than the, the two away games that we've had since. Yeah, I think that a win will be priceless for the morale and the spirit and the confidence if we can win one game I think that could be the launch pad I've got no thoughts about us beating the top sides in this division, I don't think they're in in reach but there's a cluster of sides just above us who are beatable and I think Chester Street could be one of them and let me give you the starting 11 for FC United it's Sophie Donald in goal, Corey Mather the skipper, uh, Abby Carrington Jace Carlin who returns Isabella Kershaw, Quenna Dill Emily Walton Janice Reeves, Paris Ford, Ella Ritchie and Rebecca Donnelly. And substitutes for SC United, it's uh, Bowater, Ainsworth, Acta, Chesters and Wilding. And uh, Jace Carlin returns to the team. I think she was really missed against York last week. Yeah, I saw the team line up and I thought, hmm, this is going to be a difficult afternoon. It's pretty much this, the established squad that we've had for the, the last few games. Nice to see them getting a team photo. Let's hope that this is uh, a team photo of the first win of the season. Mava plays the ball to, towards the edge of the Chester Street penalty area. Here's Kershaw. Kershaw, good ball there to find Reeves. Reeves to the goalkeeper's left, and FC United take the lead here. Three minutes on the clock, and that has been coming, Paul, in this opening bit of the game. Well, FC have dominated since the, the kickoff, really, and they forced the corner, and then they got another break there, and. Uh, Reeves is very, very dangerous around the edge of the box and she took that goal superbly well with a low strike. Richie comes short for it. Back to Reeves. Reeves down the right-hand side. It's going to be able to cross this ball in. In it comes. It's cleared but not fully cleared. Played back here to Walton. Oh, just oh. over the bar. Well, that was uh, a, a well-worked attempt there by FC United. Walton will feel... Slightly unlucky that she didn't hit the target there, Paul, but... It was a great position, though, wasn't she it? She did well, yet. 
it was a great position and, and it was a great opportunity to go 2-0 up early in the game. Carrington plays the ball to Walton, Walton back to Carrington, Carrington first time ball forward down this left hand channel, Reeves is onside, Reeves now on the left hand side of the penalty area, she's going to get to that ball, she does, she keeps it and gets the ball to Richie and Richie makes it 2-0 to SC United and once again how many times have we said this in this opening month of the season, Reeves determination to the byline in this instance the defender trying to shepherd it out but Reeves was having none of it managed to get the ball to Richie she's about what five yards out Richie's not going to miss that 12 minutes on the clock it's 2-0 Paul that was all about determination I think and not giving up on the lost goals she had miscontrolled the ball and uh, the defender thought that the danger was over but and I think everybody else switched off in the back four free kick to Chester Street it's in line with the corner of the penalty area about five yards infield or so is it going to be third or is it going to be Ellison it's Ellison crosses the ball in it's a good cross isn't it and volleyed into the top corner good ball into the box there FC United will be disappointed with the defending but there was nothing wrong with that cross and uh, I think that was Hockaday who put that ball in and uh, well it's it's two on the score now throw in taken into the penalty area back out to the left hand side oh, along the byline here into the penalty area this looks very dangerous indeed and a cross comes in and there's Erin Third to tap it home and from 2-0 down it's back all square 2-2 Jameson with this throw in by the uh, corner flag over on the far side taken oh that's good stuff and the cross comes in and this is going to be 3-2 and it's Havery there and that chance created really by Ellison but uh, Havery putting the finishing touches on it and Chester the Street take the lead Paul 22 minutes played it's a big turnaround but the first challenge there was the key in the box once they won the first challenge the, the chance was there to be set up and uh, the finish was a very good one very measured finish into the corner also, if we don't come get near it. Challenge comes in from Carlin. Ball breaks for Jameson. Jameson down to the left-hand side. Moving in field now. Cross comes in. That's a great diagonal ball to Hockaday. Hockaday to the goalkeeper's right. She makes it 4-2. And in the blink of an eye, Paul, 23 minutes played. It's FC United with the two-goal deficit. Well, I think ever since they pulled it back to 2-1, Chester Street have been the dominant side. That's three goals conceded in the last four minutes. That's the turnaround. Flicked on there by Wilding. He continues to go down the line. It's a good flick on that. Darrington has to play the ball back. Donnelly putting the pressure on the goalkeeper, but the goalkeeper clears it. Only as far as Walton. Walton. And now Ford. Ford dips the shoulder, goes to the right-hand side, crosses the ball in. Oh, he's got to break to Reeves. It goes through the goalkeeper's legs. And FC United have got a goal back. It's 4-3. Well, Shanice Reeves is doing her absolute best to fashion something out of this game. It's, it's two goals and an assist now. Well, at the minute, Reeves is just dragging this game by the scruff of the neck, it's isn't like it? And going, Come with me. She's refusing to, to let this game go. 38 minutes on the clock, it's 4-3. What a half. Prudo now, Prudo plays the ball back and look at Reeves not giving this up. Oh, oh. loose ball from Richie. Oh, oh. off the bar. Oh my goodness. Chance. No keeper to beat as well. Anywhere but there. That really should have been 4-4. That was all down to Reeves chasing down the keeper. Ball played back into the back line with Darrington. Into the centre circle now. Oh, that's a loose pass. Picked up by Donnelly. Donnelly now moving forward. Plays it in front of Richie. Richie has to hold it up. She could turn though. Richie from distance goes for goal. Well, that's comfortable for Hackett, but it is a shot on target. Five minutes into this second half, the score remains 4-3. Carrington is there. Played back here to Wilson. Good sliding challenge there by Carrington. It's a fair challenge. Wilson's gone down in a heap, but she won the ball. And Kershaw. Forward the ball comes on the halfway line. Here's Donnelly. Donnelly into Chester Street's half. Head of one. Donnelly gets it back. Donnelly now through the middle. Donnelly still with the ball. Donnelly. What can she do? Oh, it's a good ball to Walden. Walden scores! I thought that goal was never going to happen. It's out for on a right foot. She let the ball roll to a left foot. The shot still wasn't going to happen, it appeared. But then eventually she got the shot away 
goalkeeper with no chance. 17 minutes on the clock in this second half. It's an equaliser throwing to the visitors. Donnellan takes it quickly. And Donnelly is going to win this ball back and turns and plays it forward to Richie. Richie rides the challenge, moving forward. The only red shirt now in Chesterland Street's half. She's looking up for options. She's not going to find any. She's still with the ball though. Crosses the ball in towards the back post where Reeves is! And Reeves hits it in! From 4-2 down to 5-4 up. Reeves on the back post. And I said Richie was the only player in the Chesley Street half and she was that was until she crossed the ball in and there's Reeves busting her gut to get in on the back post 5-4 well, Paul well Richie did everything there apart from score the goal I mean she held the ball up beautifully beat the player and Reeves now has a hat-trick I mean it's bizarre to say the least I don't know if she's ever got one in her career before 73 minutes on the clock what a game of football 5-4 now the score to SC United and the corner which Ellison's going to take into the last 10 minutes of this game now Ellison with this corner from Chesterfield Street's left hand side on her right foot in it comes oh it's an in swinger and he's taking the deflection it's cleared off the line there by Dill I don't think it crossed the line we're miles away from it but what defending from Dill the assistance flag stayed down it's no goal Chesterfield Street on the ball played infield cleared by Ford anywhere will do Back to Prudo. Prudo plays the ball long. Oh, and it's cut out. And here comes Donnelly now. Donnelly with a first-time ball. Back to Chesterfield Street. Donnelly's going to get to it again. No, she misses it. Ashton keeps the ball in play. Out of play by Kershaw. Referee's looking at his watch. Throw in taken by Donnellan. Avery now looking to go through two players. So Kershaw cuts it out. Kershaw puts the ball out of play. And that is FC United's first win of the season. It's played five and now won one for FC United. And what a game of football we've seen here at Broadhurst Park. A 5-4 victory. FC United going 2-0 up early doors. Then Chesterfield Street, in the blink of an eye, make it 4-2. And then our player of the match, Janice Reeves, getting a vitally important goal before half-time to make it 4-3. How important was that goal? Well, to the second half we go and it ends up 5-4 Janice Reeves getting a hat-trick to seal the win Paul Mia Wilding scoring the, the equaliser just on the hour mark incidentally Ella Ritchie scoring 12 minutes into the game I mean it's been a frantic match Paul I can't make sense of that one what do you think? Well Chester the Street must feel that in a way they had that game at 4-2 and ended up losing 5-4 and um, I think it was a remarkable victory and quite rightly they're getting well, well applauded that was a terrific result. And no doubt about it, Janice Reeves is player of the match. I think, I think that's a safe shout we made there. Probably, probably this match and the next match after that. I think she was inspirational in the middle of the pitch. She was everywhere. We've got to give credit as well for, for the last 10 minutes, there, 15 minutes, FC were under the cosh. They had a lead and they had to really dig deep to hang on to it, and they managed it. And I think Sophie Donald was superb in, in claiming the ball at vital times. Um, we had to defend 13 corners this afternoon, and it's not been easy by any means, but we've got over the line, and the hope now is that with three points in the bag, we'll go on and win another game. Yeah, um, so many good performances this afternoon. Uh, obviously, Janice Reeves, but Richie's had a great game, hasn't she? Kershaw's been great. Apart from that shaky spell in the first half, I think Carlin Carlin's and Carrington been have been terrific. Yeah, Dill's been in that second half, was driving things forward. Walton's had a good game. Ford's had a good game. And I suppose the measure of it, Paul, is the fact that we haven't made that many substitutions, actually. No. And um, the abiding moment for me, or one of the abiding moments, was Ella Ritchie holding up the ball for that goal, where. She was, out, she was outnumbered with a back-to-goal, held it, turned, got to the byline, looked up, and there was one red shirt racing into the box, and she picked out the head of that red shirt. Absolutely critical stuff. Yeah. And, uh, well, we like to say here on Women's Team Live this season, that's progress. 
obviously the nil-nil draw with Norton and Stockton Ancient, that's the last time we were at Broadhurst Park, that was the first point of the season. Um, the Chorley game away, very unlucky there not to get anything out of that game, I'd argue we were unlucky not to win it in the first place, but um, I think York last week was a step back, but it was also a bit of a wake-up call, wasn't it? Yeah, it probably also showed how important Jace Carlin is to the back line. Without her, we probably wouldn't have won today. No, well, we're going to be joined now uh, by Jenny Swalbrick. I hope I've set up the right song because, oh, I have, good, that's good news. Um, Jenny got in touch with me this week and said, can you do the music for us? I'm juggling a lot here, Jenny, I'll be honest. Oh, I know, we're <laughs> going to get you a helper, but I think you've done a brilliant job. Thank you. You've done uh, a brilliant job. But uh, anyway, big thank you for joining us. Congratulations. Thank you. First win of the season. What a win. What a game. How, how's your heart rate? <laughs> oh, I'll tell you now. I'll check on my phone as I'm studying. <laughs> see what comes up because that was... I don't, I don't think I've got enough words to describe that type of game that we've had today. I'm probably falling a bit speechless after it because it, that game had everything. Had absolutely everything. Um, we started the game as we'd planned to on the front foot. Aggressive press, dealing with the ball... Um, and I was really, really pleased with the first sort of like 15 minutes, and then we became unstuck. They found, they found a, a system that was working, was breaking us down. We were getting into areas we weren't dealing with it, and then boom, 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 four goals out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, and we have to be better, but you know, I had to make a very strong call and make a, a very early substitution in the game. And was that a tactical change? Then was that all about just about? I had to make yeah. a change. I, I, I couldn't stand there and allow situations to be happening like they were but it, it was a very strong and difficult decision to make um, obviously taking off Captain Corey it's not easy to do that but there's a lot of things behind it that I thought about before coming to that decision so it wasn't easy um, and I've spoken with Corey and I've stressed that um, and she stayed together with the team and you know that's why she wears the captain's armband because she is a true um, team player um, she understands what it means for the club um, it was difficult but at the level we're at, if things aren't working, I'm not afraid to make big decisions. And I think the situation that we're in now as a team, we're building, we're getting there, that, that these things are going to happen because we've got, we've, we've got a lot of work to do still. But when we get going and we, you know, we found those three goals, um, just shows the quality that we do have and that we do possess. Um, and I'm, I've just said to them in the team huddle that I'm really proud of them with the resilience that they've shown today. And um, it was all about bouncing back really as well I mean we can we can forget now but last week me and you were having a chat at Tadcaster Albion after getting really hammered by York City the reaction you've had today from everyone like you say I mean it's been tremendous uh, you know scoring those two early goals for example is just straight out of the blocks exactly what you're after exactly exactly what I was after that I couldn't have asked for a better start today um and that shows the work that we're doing in training, um, the classroom sessions we're doing around the the philosophy we're trying to bring in, um, and the the mentality switch that we're trying to have. Um, it's it's really coming out, and we had a really good we had a really good team meeting before the game, and we talked about being better, and we got a little bit of a Kobe Bryant motivational thing about being better, and you could see the players lifting up from it, and we had conversations then around what our high performance looked like and, and they came out that first 20 minutes, like I said I was really really pleased and then I think the the last 20 minutes as well I'm going to put as a standout because we were under the cosh there were some tired legs out yeah. there but You didn't make any substitutions did you? Not towards no. the end, I didn't because when it, when it comes to high performance you can really see who's, who's, who's kind of at that level for the team at that moment in time when they can continue to go even when they're tired and I want to build a team that are really mentally tough and that will just keep going and keep going and keep going. And they're the type of things that we're doing in training, in the classroom session. And it showed today because sometimes you know, we had a lot of youngsters on the bench today um, and at times it's probably not the best to bring them into what was an end-to-end game again, very ferocious, very scrappy towards that last 20 minutes. Yeah. The players, the mature players that are out there had that mentality to keep going when they, when they are tired. Um, and that's a standard that I want across the whole team. The standard was set, though, by Janice Reeves. I think it's safe to say she's played the match quite comfortably. Even if she hadn't scored a hat-trick, if she hadn't scored one goal, she still would have got player of the match. We're running out of things to say, aren't we? <laughs> um, Sham was good again today. She she um, she was good all over the areas of the pitch. We we did have a bit of a change in system, obviously going from a, 
uh, a 5-3-2 to play in a 4-3-3. We've also had a swap around in midfield uh, with Paris, Ford and uh, Emily sort of swapping around to try and work towards people's strengths. Um, and I think collectively it brought out people's better strengths today um, and the fact we had three players now pressing and, and those forward runs from three players I think that was able to add to our strengths as well because I thought Ella Ritchie yeah. as well today was outstanding the amount of running that she did Mark the hard work Mark Hughes as she was today she was so strong and holding up everything I totally agree she's got that in a um, 100% in terms of that hold up play she's really hard she's, she's building that confidence in herself to be that type of target player that we're looking for and each week she's getting that you know we talk about 1% better she, she's doing that um, alongside then Shan um, and then you've got sort of like Abby and Jace I thought Jace was excellent yeah. again at the back today um, at times so that was really really good so through the spine of the team was excellent and when you've got that it's, it's good to build around so um, where do we go from here because you know we've we've been building take the York game out of the equation completely We've been really good since Norton and Stotts and Ancients, so is this the start of many victories this season, hopefully? I mean Well I hope so. Well, yeah. <laughs> I do want I do want more <laughs> victories. I'm not I'm not here to lose games and I'm not here to crumble um, at all. Hence, you know, the big decision that I made that hopefully that's a stance to, to everybody at the club to go, I'm not afraid to make decisions because I put the team first. I want us to be winning. I want us to be climbing up the league table, but we still do have a lot of work to do. Um, we've still got to do some recruitment. Yeah. We are in talks again still with, with a couple of clubs um, and a couple of players. Um, I do believe that Amara Keating will be making an appearance back at training this week. So obviously she's a very bright, talented player. Um, I do believe she's been in the stands today watching, so I'm, I'm really pleased with that. And we've just got to keep building as a team. It's We're focusing on performance. And I think if you took away the, the 20 minutes of awfulness today that's turned me very very grey I think the rest of the performance is, is, is building around the philosophy that we're trying to bring in to the players so there's a lot of positives to take and, and we'll do that again next week we'll take that same approach around focus on us focus on our performance focus on how we're trying to play and we'll keep building every single week to be better in all my excitement this afternoon I've forgotten who we're playing also. is it Durham? It away. is Durham away yes. next week, which will bring its challenges. Yes. It's not going to be easy against Durham. It's a long trip, and then also um, they are they are good. So we're going to be up against it, but we'll do our homework again, um, and we'll, we'll prepare the best that we can to go and give the performance the best we can for, for the fans in the club. Women's team manager Jenny Swarbrick there speaking to Ben. And FC United have moved up to eighth now in the league table. And on that positive note, that's it for this week's edition of This Club Is My Club. A big thank you to everyone involved in FC Radio and the club as a whole. Thanks for listening and from me, Cockers, see you next time. This is FC UM Radio, officially the most popular FC United radio station in the world.